0: Wants it to first, the Rams are world champions! The Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. And Lightning has struck twice.
1: And the Tampa Bay Lightning are back-to-back back.
2: Stanley Cup champions. It's episode 128. And June has arrived. We are already in June, halfway through 2022. And welcome to your favorite sports debate podcast for future considerations. My name is Manny. Look who's here. It's John and Matt. The whole gang is here. Fellas, how you doing? Good. Good to be here.
1: Well, this is my second favorite debate sports podcast. I don't know about you guys, but... uh...
0: What? It's top <laughs> ten for me. <laughs> it just
2: got into the top ten yeah, too, right?
0: These guys, oh, at ESPN,
1: uh, do some really good
2: work, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Their producers are shit, though, compared to ours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, big shout out to the Dumichel
0: family! Happy birthday, Crosley! How's the yeah. big celebration? It's still going. This kid is under the impression that you get a full birthday party for every year of your life. You never heard of the the people that celebrate their birthday month? Rosley's already knocking on the month outside of his. It's May thirty first birthday. He's already asking, oh, "Who are we going to see this weekend? Oh, we might go see Grandma and Grandpa. They got presents for me. No, they already gave you your presents. So is this like, uh,
2: if you turn five, you celebrate for five days? And, and so on and so forth.
0: I, th- I think so. He's turning this into Hanukkah. We got to do this every day. It's like Indian weddings that are like six days long. He's taken up two weeks now.
2: That's amazing. I can't believe we actually got Rashad away from the French Open to record this podcast. I know. Are are you like having a Kleenex box next to you watching all the action at the French <laughs> Open or what? Wow. <laughs> Let's start. This is this is why people come for the show. Yeah, it's for this type of
0: commentary. We're not we're not going to really talk about the French Open, right? Just want to know if John is really really enjoying the tennis matches several times a day.
1: Uh, yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching some of the French Open.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, that's are crazy. you using your forehand or
2: your backhand <laughs> make sure you don't get that tennis elbow injury <laughs> oh, I'm I'm still recovering from a wedding celebration congratulations to Roy and Aaron fantastic wedding that's because it was a free bar I heard the nice. MC was pretty good too The one thing that they didn't have was soup. See? this was
0: right up your alley. Oh, perfect. Is it really a binding marital... (laughs) 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 ...commitment (laughs) without sharing a bowl of Italian wedding soup? Where was this wedding? In a parking lot? (laughs) (laughs) The best part, though, is we didn't
2: have soup, but a few friends at the wedding reception... Heard the show about John hating soup. Yes. So the conversation at the wedding without soup was about soup and the best soup. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Uh,
2: a lot of people like the chicken noodle. Ah.
0: Yeah.
2: They they are all for the chicken noodle and the Italian wedding soup came up again as well. But. hmm
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Our, our good friend and uh, and musical um, uh, director of music here, Kiefer, uh, not an Italian wedding fan. I don't think he likes soup either. This might be the only thing he has in common with John. He does. He also admitted to me in text, and I'm okay with just reading this out loud without his consent, <laughs> that he used to hate pasta, and then he married an Italian. So that's that's a bold strategy, too. <laughs> He hated pasta. He said he hated pasta until he was, like, 22. So that would have been, like, last October. (laughs) Wow. The guy doesn't like
2: soup, didn't like pasta, and he has terrible taste in music. (laughs) Like...
0: And he gets mad at us for making fun of him all the time.
2: And we actually introduced him to ballpark franks just like a month ago. He didn't. Act,
0: he didn't like that either. He's got a weak stomach, Manny. He's got a weak stomach.
2: <laughs> John, you like ballpark franks, right? Oh God,
1: yeah. Oh, I love a good hot dog at a ballpark or at the. Uh, remember when Matt and I, when we went to Joe Louis Arena to watch the Canucks and the Red Wings, and the woman at the hot dog stand knew me by the end of the game.
0: Oh, <laughs> You were her favorite Canuck.
1: Yeah. She's like, oh, you're back for another one, are you? And just hands me two more.
0: Yeah. It was it was at the point within a two-and-a-half-hour game that Rashad was getting free hot dogs because it was like, you know what, just take them. He
2: didn't even have to – wasn't at the time where he didn't have to say anything out of his mouth? He, he just showed up and they handed him hot dogs?
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. He's got – I've never seen like a, it's like a business size card that basically just says free hot dogs for life anywhere in the world.
2: (laughs) Oh man. So John, the bigger question is ballpark Frank or arena hot dog or pizza.
1: Oh, Ooh, depends on the pizza. I think it depends on the pizza, but um, like if you think of uh, like say Pizza Populous in Detroit, that's that beats a ballpark Frank for sure.
2: Okay, but a regular stuffed crust from Pizza Hut?
1: Uh, oh yeah, that's pretty good too.
0: I got I got to get me a stuffed crust now, guys. So we got to move this along. Let's go. <laughs> or-
2: uh, hey, we do want to say thank you to our friend Jeff Burrows for joining us on the OT last week episode. 127
0: yeah if you're interested uh, you can go back and take a listen to that one some of the great stories from a great canadian rock band talking about his musical career uh breaking up and getting back together with the tea party the 24-hour drum marathon that took place this past weekend where he raised a ton of money again some great stories on the on the music side which we also like to bring you here on for future considerations That's right. $17,000
1: from that event for six different charities in Windsor-Essex. So congratulations to him. And uh, like Matt said, check out that episode if you get a chance.
2: Yeah, go check it out because this is our only episode of the week. No OT needed this week. So if you are looking for more great content from us, we we know you are. After all, we're the 25th favorite Sports Debate Podcast for many people around. Go back, have a listen to some of the interviews that you may have missed.
0: Yeah, and connect with us through social media as well. Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for future considerations on Facebook. You can like, comment, share the post, and be part of the debate. And don't forget, too, one thing that we never ask of you, and we don't ask of you guys for very much, but wherever you're going on and listening to these shows, if, if it's on the iTunes or the Spotify or whatever, whatever platform, give us a review. Because that's how we get a chance to share our wealth of knowledge in the world of sports and, and life in general with, with the world. So, I mean, if you're going to rate less than three, maybe don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I'm comfortable, a four or a five, if you don't mind rating it, too, I mean, come on, help us out here.
2: Feel free to rate it by Ballpark Franks or by pizza or by yeah. bowls of Italian wedding soup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And uh, so let's get right into the sports this week. Chutes again.
0: Myers the three. And that might do it. Al Horford with the rebound, throws it up in the air, and the Boston Celtics will go to the NBA Finals.
1: The Finals are set in the NBA. The Boston Celtics beat the Miami Heat in Game 7 on the weekend to advance to the Finals against the Golden State Warriors. Fellas, who you got?
2: (sighs) Well... I picked a Dallas-Miami final, so this isn't going really well for me is it? Anything I say is probably going to go opposite. Um, You know, Golden State, they've got the championship pedigree, right? They've been there. They've won the championship before. But I don't know. I look at the Boston Celtics and... What they've gone through, I would argue that the Celtics have been through a tougher road to get to the final. They beat the preseason favorite Brooklyn Nets. They beat Giannis and the defending champs for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, They beat a Miami Heat team in seven games. Uh, I think they're battle-tested guys, and I think that's got to count for something. Uh, I think Marcus Smart is a pretty good defensive player. He can shut down Steph Curry let Tatum and Brown do some damage. Horford has played really well for them. I I think Golden State's the favorite team, but I'm going to go with the Celtics here, and I think they're going to win the finals in six or seven games.
1: Yeah, it's starting to look like they're just a team of destiny. You get one of those teams that just gets on a roll and just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling, and boy, I wouldn't bet against the Celtics right now either. I'm going to go with the Celtics as well.
0: You know the Celtics at one point of the season were twenty five and twenty five, and that was like end of January. That it wasn't really that long ago. Um, so point differential—they were eleventh. Yeah, they were. They weren't in the playoffs. This is the number two ranked defense uh, in and point differential in the playoffs. They're leading point differential in the playoffs, which is huge. Um, uh, all everything is pointing that way but here's the problem they're playing the Golden State Warriors and they're playing Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins who's been outstanding they're healthy, they haven't lost at home yet this year uh, I'm going to take Golden State and I'm going to remind you that I predicted the Boston Golden State finals because I just said the opposite of whatever Manny says <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so we're going to side bet on this? Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, will handle Steph Curry. You know, Steph Curry will get his points, but Smart will shut him down when it matters. That's what I'm going to say. Can you believe
0: what we just saw? This is incredible. You know, guys, i got to be honest. I have
2: goofball.
0: Unbelievable. My God.
1: And now it's time for our play of the week, and it was a no-doubter this week. In fact, it was so good that we have to play it for you. Has two in the game. He's flying into the zone. Nathan McKinnon, the draft, and he scores! Nathan McKinnon goes coast to coast to score an unbelievable goal for the Colorado Avalanche. Guys, is that the goal of the playoffs?
0: Yeah, without a doubt. I may think so. You don't think so? Look, man, I've never putted for 38 feet in my life, let alone to win a championship. That's got stones. Sam Burns, I'll take Sam Burns any day of the week. I think that's a bit of golf
2: luck. Not, well, I don't know. It's not puck luck. I don't know what it is in. Put
0: luck? I don't know what it is in golf. Is it putt luck? Huh. Putt luck. I like that. Yeah.
1: I thought that was uh, when you bring food over to someone's house. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we got puck luck, pot luck, and putt luck. <laughs> yeah, that that was
1: my favorite play, too.
2: <laughs> the putt or the goal? The hockey goal.
1: <laughs> Sorry, the hockey goal. The hockey goal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, our wordplay got me distracted there.
2: (laughs) Like, a lot of people in the poll, I think it won by 60, it won with 63% support. Yeah. I don't even know if Doug Ford's going to get that much support (laughs) in the Ontario election. (laughs) Even though he's predicted to win a majority. Our Play of the Week is brought to you by London Awnings, quality that shows.
0: And always, you can remember to vote on our polls on social media. So we post it every Monday on Twitter and on the Facebook accounts, Podcast FFC. The video is there as well. And then we will uh, let you vote on that and we will introduce the winners on the Wednesday episodes.
1: And now let's stay with hockey. The final four is set. The Colorado Avalanche started the West Final on Tuesday night, and in the East Final, it's the New York Rangers versus the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Fellas, we had a few emails about our picks. Who you guys got?
0: Well, in the West, um, the only reason that I don't immediately say the Colorado Avalanche is... Watching what Connor McDavid is doing right now is reminiscent to what Alexander Ovechkin did to win his Stanley cup against Vegas. He just, he's on a mission. And when the best player in the world is on a mission and things seem to be coming along for them, where they're getting some help up front, they're getting some other guys involved. Evander Kane might be the Conn Smythe trophy winner, in the playoffs right now if you if you really want to pick outside the box he's been outstanding um but there's just not enough there for me to really make an argument um for them other than what Connor mcdavid is doing uh i, I would take colorado i'm going to take them fairly comfortably in that series and in the East, I've said the New York Rangers all along. They've had two seven-game series where Tampa has been sitting at home after a second-round sweep, which was basically a bye. They got out of there in good in good positioning. Uh, everybody was healthy. Uh, they've got one of, if not the best goaltender on the planet, especially when it comes to the playoffs. Um, but I've said it for a while. I like the New York Rangers. So I think Manny's original Stanley Cup pick at the beginning of the playoffs was Colorado and, and New York. And I'm going to stick with Colorado and New York uh, for for these conferences.
1: Uh, I'm trying to remember. I know I had Tampa in the east. Did I have Colorado in the west, Manny? Do you have it there?
2: You had Colorado, Florida.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. You wanted to pick
2: Tampa Bay, but you went with the Panthers. Yep. Ah. Ah. Well, damn (laughs) it. Can can we make that a soundbite for future shows? (laughs) Ah. (laughs)
1: I thought I'd Tampa at one point.
2: Even last week, John, you said, I really want to switch my pick to Tampa, but I'm going to stick with Florida. And look where that got you. (laughs) Last place in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) I do have the Rangers and Abs. You're right. I've had them all along. Uh, New York has scared me, but I thought Shuster would rule the day against Carolina, and in the end he did. And Carolina's goaltending really came back to, to suffer. i am I'm, I'm got to go with my pick. You know what? As as much as you make a great argument, Matt, for McDavid scaring me with my pick for the Avalanche, I'm more scared of the Lightning. You know, the way Vasilevsky is playing right now, he hasn't lost back-to-back games, uh, uh, dating back to – How many playoffs ago now? Yeah, right? He's not just doing it this year. He's done it for three playoffs in a row that he hasn't lost a back-to-back game. So, you know, Shesterkin and Vasilevsky is worth the price of admission in the East. But then I look at, okay, if I look at the other positions, who's got the better defenseman? Tampa Bay. Hadman's better than Fox. OK, well, there's Kreider and Zibanejad. Oh, OK, but you got Kucherov and Stamkos, right? So, you know, Tampa Bay scares me more about my pick than the Oilers scaring me about my
0: Colorado pick. And the other thing that'll scare you, too, when you look at these two teams, season series, the Rangers were 3-0. and against Tampa in the regular season. I hate that if I'm the New York Rangers. I hate that. But when you look at these two teams and how evenly matched this is, this may be the series of the playoffs. Power play, the Rangers are second, Tampa's eighth. Penalty kill, Tampa's third, New York is eighth. Face-offs, they're 15th and 16th. Goals for their fourth and seventh. Goals against their second and fifth. Like, it's about as even as you can imagine. I think, for me, one of the one of the takeaways from this and one of the reasons that I do like the Rangers, I think Madison Square Garden plays into this a little bit too. Game seven, possibly at Madison Square Garden for the first time in a long time. I don't know, John, if you have any memories of watching hockey games from Madison Square Garden that were important, but I think that really does carry a fair bit of weight.
1: No, I think I blocked that out. No, okay. I have no reflection
0: Not of that. Never, Not, never uh, to whatsoever. Whatsoever. <laughs> I've never been to Arizona before. I don't know what that's.
1: <laughs> God, it's like I was in Vietnam. I still have flashbacks about that game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Canucks at Madison Square Garden.
1: It was June of 1994, and uh, <laughs> we were taking fire from all sides.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Eighteen years later. The Will element. it happen
0: again? No.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's a horrible, horrible memory.
0: <laughs> I thought you were over it, then when we went to New York and you left that brown paper bag in front of Madison Square Garden and set it on fire. After you squatted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Screaming, bring me Mike Richter at the top of my lungs <laughs> to anyone who would listen.
0: He's the guy, You're the guy that threw cake at the Mona Lisa,
1: aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know they had a glass cover over that thing
2: who would waste a good piece of cake like that anyway
0: that's true it is my favorite story of the week i'm obsessed with that story <laughs>
2: of all the stories we have
0: you're obsessed about <laughs> a 30, 36 year old man disputing climate change dresses up like an old woman in a wheelchair and throws a piece of cake at the mona lisa you can't make this shit up <laughs>
2: <laughs> well let's see if john can make it up a little bit later if he's got some other stories
1: <laughs> well here's a pretty good story we received a dm from josh who knows that we follow jordan binnington with the Owen sound attack formerly the attack he wanted us to get our he wanted us to give our thoughts on that news conference on tuesday when binnington admitted to throwing a water bottle at nazim kadri walking down the hallway couldn't find a recycling bin on my way down the hallway. And right before I walked into the locker room, I see him kind of doing an interview there, smiling, laughing, and I'm there in a knee brace, limping down the hallway. And just felt like it was a God-given opportunity. I don't know, I could just stay silent and go in the room or I could say something and, you know, just have him look me in the eye and understand what's going on, something to think about. And I just, yeah, through the, uh, through the water bottle, an empty water bottle, It landed, like, two feet from. So, I mean, but it is what it is. It's hockey, and it's a competitive game.
2: So, that's it. Yeah. We all know Jordan Bennington. We know he's a little bit competitive. Uh Uh-huh. A a little, right? (laughs) And when I say a little, I mean a lot. So, he's, he's competitive. I think he purposely threw the water bottle away from Kadri, not... At him, it was about two feet away, as he said. But just to let him know that he was there and he was pissed, and (laughs) that's Jordan Binnington for you. We're not Uh shocked by that whatsoever.
1: No, not at all.
2: (laughs) You'd be pissed too, though, John. You're playing great. You just took over the number one net. You're playing great, and now your season ends in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh yeah, I've been doing.
1: Yeah, I've been known to throw a room or two.
0: Or seven. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 this is, uh, I think, an opportunity for the media, again, to just blow something completely out of the water, unnecessary. It, 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 like. We're, we're getting a little too sensitive if this is something that we actually are concerning ourselves with, as opposed to some of the play on the ice. Uh, or some of the hits or some of the suspensions and things like that, that we've seen like an empty water bottle lands two feet from a guy being interviewed is not something we need to talk about.
1: Well, and like we've said before on this podcast, all anyone does is rip NHL players for having no personality. No one says anything. It's cliches. Nobody says anything interesting at all. Nothing quotable ever. And then finally something funny happens from a guy who's pretty quotable and pretty emotional and just one of the real characters in the NHL and everyone's ready to skewer him for it. It's, what do you want? Do you want personality or do you not want personality?
2: That's a great point. The media should have been all over the fact that Nazem Kadri and his family got death threats. Yeah. And called racist, not this water bottle story. Come
0: on. Completely.
1: We also asked this question on our social media accounts about Jason Spezza, who announced his retirement after 19 seasons in the NHL. Is he a Hall of Famer?
0: Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Can we get that as a drop too? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I know which way Manny is going with this. Okay. (laughs) This guy, this guy, this guy, 94th all time in NHL scoring. He's got more points than Dave Keon, who Manny has said on this broadcast is the best Maple Leaf of all time. His points per game average in his career is the same as Daniel Sedin, who I think we can all agree should be in the Hall of Fame. More than Ted Lindsay, who I think we all agree should be in the Hall of Fame. He played, what else do I got here? He played uh, 10 games more than Doug Waite, who is also a Hall of Famer. And there's about a 30-point difference. He was on the cover of NHL 2K8. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, J- uh, Jason Spezza is is out there as a guy who very well could go into the Hall of Fame. Is he going in or not, Matt? (laughs) Yes, he is. He's going in first ballot. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) John, tell me you're not putting up with this outrageousness. (laughs) I am really on the fence. I can go
1: either way on this. So I'm going to let you go, Manny, because I feel like you're an elastic ready to just uncoil
0: and fight. He had <laughs> more points in his career than Igor Larianov. The professor. What's he done? What's he won? He won a gold medal at the 2015 world championships. <laughs> you got anything else? Uh, my my uh, dial-up uh, <laughs> shut down as I was going through that.
1: None of us remember where we were
0: when that happened, remember? <laughs> Czechoslovakia or, or
2: Czech? Oh my God, <laughs> Good enough. Time.
0: This guy has <laughs> never led the league
2: in points. Never led the league in goals. Has never led his team to a Stanley Cup victory. He hasn't even reached the 1,000-point plateau. He's five points shy of that. If he hit a thousand points, then maybe I'd consider it. But there's no way he's going into the Hockey Hall of Fame. So I'm not. You're
0: saying, I'm not writing him in my ballot. You're saying that if he had gotten five points more in his career, then maybe. But because he didn't, absolutely not impossible. <laughs>
2: There's only 91 players in NHL history to get 1,000 points. There's a lot at 999, a lot at 998, more
0: at 997, 96, and 95. Yes, there are! Who? He's not going into the Hall of Fame. He had more points in his career than Paul Correa. He's got more points in his career than Patrice Bergeron, who very well may retire. He's got more champion. points in his career than Hendrik Zetterberg, champion. He's got more points than Kurt Muller, champion. Look, you can. I'm just saying. Anything else you got? Hey, if if that's all that matters, Manny. If 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 just his team winning is all that matters, then no, Jason Spezza is not a Hall of Famer, but there's plenty of other things that he has done in his career that has shone a light into the Hall of Fame player that he is. He's a good player, and there's no doubt about it. Good doesn't get you into the greatest of all time in the Hall. It does with some of these Hall of Fames. I'll tell you that much. Now, how's this
1: for a bizarre story? Tommy Pham is getting a three game suspension for slapping Jock Peterson over a year long beef about fantasy football.
0: Um,
1: uh, there was a text message in the group saying that I was cheating uh, because I was stashing players on my bench. I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules. I said, You literally have the same thing on your team, on your bench. I mean, it was over a she year ago. Like, you, you didn't anticipate anything. Yeah, it was uh, a surprise. But. Did he just come up to you and talk, or was there like an argument before was he slept? No, there was no real argument. He kind of came up and said, like, I don't know, you remember from last year, and I was like, fantasy football? And he's like, yeah, I. Yeah. Where did he slept? <laughs> I mean, like. Just across the In the Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In the cheek. That's Jock Peterson explaining the beef after getting slapped. Can you believe this is real? Have you ever been so mad about fantasy sports that you wanted to deck someone? Well, maybe you two have.
0: <laughs> Could you? Like, this is ridiculous. The only experience I've ever had, and I, I don't need to name Andrew Sykes by name, but I'm in a fantasy hockey league making a very valid trade in my friend's basement that's agreed upon. The person I'm dealing with is not there. It's, it's done over chat. He is in a, in a, well, he may not have been in a sober state, but he was in a, a conscious state to make a decision. We agree on a trade, and the commissioner, who's not anyone, pops in and voids the trade in fantasy sports, voids a trade that he's not part of, that doesn't affect him in any way, I'm trying to make a trade for a guy that my kid, who turned five years old yesterday or Tuesday, Andrew, really likes. So I could tell my son, my, my firstborn son, that I got the, his favorite player on fantasy, fantasy hockey. But no, Andrew Sykes thinks it's okay to just void trades in a non-money fantasy hockey league. I couldn't imagine wanting to slap somebody in the middle of a, of a baseball stadium for fantasy sports.
2: So you would have slapped Andrew
0: Sykes. Is that what you're saying? I, I did not say that. I did not say that. He heavily implied it. He did not this say it. it. This is a recorded conversation. I did not say that.
2: Roll the tape back, Rashad.
0: we He had some words, and luckily the trade was voided because after the season we were able to reflect on it, and he realized that it was a very fair trade that should have been made.
2: (laughs) Did you see that fam came out afterwards and said that Mike Trout is a terrible fantasy football commissioner? (laughs) He's He's still not giving up on it. He's still going over the time how much money was this fantasy football league worth that you have you're a professional athlete and you have to slap another professional athlete <laughs> over putting a guy on the ir
0: in your fantasy football league and not only that tommy fam's quote is he was messing with his money like like how much money are we talking about yeah, here like <laughs> i don't know what's <laughs> What I would be concerned with, I was in a free league and I'm, I would never, I didn't say anything that would have happened to Andrew Sykes, but I didn't say anything, but that wasn't a fair, a fair deal as far as I was concerned. I like this story better than the cake at the painting story. (laughs) Slapping people over
2: fantasy football. I,
0: I I don't I don't know I don't know it's it's a great story. By the way, and Tommy he got Fam suspended his, for three games. Tommy Pham's career earnings twenty seven million dollars. So I don't, I don't know how much was in this in this uh, fantasy league, but he gets suspended for three games. Josh Donaldson gets suspended for one because they feel like they have to uh, for calling Jackie. Which the story continues uh, on on that one too. I don't know. I'm I'm uh, now we've seen two slaps in 2022, and I believe one of them is him. real yeah. and one of them is completely fake. And you know exactly what side I sit on. That was a real slap.
1: <laughs> We're going back to the Oscars now.
0: Yes, we are. In all comes circle. Isn't that what you wanted, uh, Oscars broadcasters, that we always mention this now? <laughs> 2022, the year of the slap. Yeah, I'm telling you. Don't think this it episode is,
2: Oh, here we go again. This episode is slapping. Are you ready?
1: And now it's time for Rapid Fire, and we have some awesome questions this week. Did you see the story that Travis Kelsey's girlfriend broke up with him because he made her pay for half the bills? Now, Kayla Nicole has come out and said the story is nonsense, but we did get some emails and messages about this story asking if Kelsey is playing cheap or is this a sign of the times?
2: He's cheap! Come on! They were together for like five years. If this is true, don't you think he would know? After five years? Yeah, I can treat my girl. Do you believe this story, Matt, or is this
0: fake news? This is fake news, but I'll tell you what. I, I want to know what some of these bills look like. Because if I'm on the road <laughs> half the time, if I'm, a, if I, if I'm a traveling around for practice, I got to come home to a $6,000 electricity bill. <laughs> absolutely i ain't paying the whole thing <laughs> no way no oh it can't be that much i i don't know what it is but half the bills i mean are we i don't even know what we were talking about because the story bogus but i don't even know what we were talking about were we talking about like black card bills or are we just talking about the internet this is it, about travis kelsey can flip for the internet all right
2: this is, this is going to dinner <laughs> This is going to dinner at a nice swanky restaurant. No, you cover your half of the bill, sweetie. <laughs> well, she's living like real housewives
1: of Kansas City. I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it is a problem. I don't know. He makes over
2: He just signed a contract worth over $57 million.
0: <laughs> he's got some money. When the dessert tray rolls in and he's had enough, I think she can spring for the dessert. <laughs> if if we oh we, we had to get the calamari didn't we? You know what? I only ate half of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like I can relate to this. Did I ever tell you the story of the time that I went to Montreal with someone who uh, this was the last serious date we had. We went for the weekend and um, she really, really wanted the breakfast bunch or brunch at the hotel uh, buffet. And this is a really upscale hotel. We we uh, went to and um, we're eating and it's got like prime rib and shrimp. And this is a brunch buffet on a Sunday. And I remember finish eating it and I'm like, I don't care what this cost, it was worth it. And then the bill came and it was $180.
0: So then it wasn't worth it? Nope, <laughs> not a chance. I, mean, I thought you were going to say you went to the brunch and she wanted you to, to pay for it and, the, and, the, and then she had toast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you get toast and scrambled It's $90 for toast and scrambled eggs? You could pay your half, sweetheart. <laughs>
1: So I'm on Travis's side on this one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's 2022.
0: (laughs) I think it's like the Instagram video where the guy's got the debit machine in front of him, and he asks the girl that he's with if it's going to be a lucky night, and she says she's not feeling well, and he hits split the bill. That's what I think happens.
1: And uh, we were sent this story by Sherry and Stratford. A dog in Tennessee went into a random home and got into bed with the homeowners who woke up and saw that the dog in their bed wasn't one of their two other pets. What would you guys do in this case? Would you even notice?
2: What's up with the stories this week? (laughs) Throwing cake out of
0: paint? Um, Sherry and Stratford said this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh... I don't know, Manny. you ever woken up with a strange cat in your bed? <laughs> not a dog. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> how, like, how would you not notice that there's another dog in your bed? I, I feel like that's something you would notice.
0: I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, I need more background on this story, Sherry. Does, does he have a couple of wolfhounds? And then, like, uh, the Chihuahua dog from Taco Bell commercial sneaks in. Maybe he doesn't notice the weight difference. No, she she sent us the link to the story. Apparently, the
2: homeowners have two big dogs yeah. who like to sleep in the bed with them. Sure. And this third big dog, who's not theirs, showed up and jumped in bed. Like, <laughs> are, are you, like, that passed out? That you don't realize that
0: there's a dog in your bed that you, it's not yours? They're in Tennessee. I think everybody was drunk. I think the dog was drunk. I think the homeowners were drunk. <laughs> but I'm only going to assume the dog didn't use his paws to open the door that as somewhere something was open.
2: On that note, I don't understand doggy gates. Like, you know these houses that have a dog gate on a door? Like, how do squirrels and raccoons not get in the house?
1: Yeah, that seems like a bad idea
0: to me. I've never You're thought it was a good idea. Does Does Bruno sleep in your bed?
1: No. See, I'm such a germaphobe. He is not allowed on the bed at all. Except for we started noticing. I'd come home and uh, noticed that my pillow was flipped over. And that the uh, the covers look like they've been kind of laid on. So he's been sneaking up onto our bed while we're gone during the day. Sneaky, oh, I think that's sneaky. the mailman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the the guy from the grocery store down the street. Actually,
2: no, they do do delivery. Yeah, stop splitting the bill with your wife, John. <laughs> Uh, someone's got some explaining
1: to do. <laughs> yep, it's the damn dog again. <laughs> Bruno,
0: you son of a gun.
1: Why does the dog smell like Old Spice?
0: <laughs> oh, it's a dog, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Honey, does the, the dog wear Tommy Bahama? Because I sure don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> by Menon
1: <laughs> don't you know pump it up you got to pump it up and we have another pump it or dump it submission this is from Jacob in Waterloo I got my head out the sunroof I'm blessing The song is called Sunroof by Nicky Yore. So for Jacob, pump it or dump it?
2: My girls are listening to this song so I much that, that I can't stand it. It's it, this, it, this is like bubblegum pop, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. I, I'm not playing this. This is a dump it. I've heard it too much already, so this is a <laughs> dump. This is a yeah. dump for me.
1: I thought it had potential, and then the more I heard it, the more I hate it. Like, I I really don't like this song anymore. <laughs> a week ago, I might have said pump, and now I'm so sick of it already. <laughs> and, I, uh, I, I have I a heard friend, this
0: though. song twice, and I don't hate it. So I, ask me again next week, and I will confirm hatred of this <laughs> song. <laughs> so it's a little pump? Is that how we are going back? <laughs> it's, let's just say it's, a, it's an early in the first set pump. The French Open, (laughs) but but we're not thinking it's going to be a long match. So get it, get it in when you can.
1: (laughs) And that does it for another debate on Rock and Fire.
2: (laughs) Great topics, boys. Oh man. Hope you guys enjoyed this
0: as much as we like talking about it because it's our only show this week. Yeah, but you can spend some time and going back. Hey, this is probably the most mature show we've done. So why don't you take a listen to some of the other stuff? (laughs) <laughs> we, we've gone through or some of the other great interviews as we mentioned jeff burrows was in the ot last week take a listen to that one sean Kruger, who's getting a ton of love on social media too bob elliott mike futa we have had the the cornucopia of outstanding interviews on our podcast history so Ooh. go back and enjoy some of that <laughs> it's true <laughs> really i mean it's a good it's been, word it's been pretty cornucopious I don't know if that's a word.
1: <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with us, uh, questions or comments, you can send us an email at for future considerations at gmail.com.
0: Social media to comment, like post, share podcast, FFC on Twitter and Instagram, or for future considerations on Facebook. If you do listen and you enjoy the show, Please give us a rating on whatever platform you listen to, so that your friends can also realize they don't know the least amount of sports of anyone in the world.
1: And if there's a soccer goal that you like, go give that a like because Matt got another notification.
0: Alfonso Davies can go to hell. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about things you're sick of? That sunroof song is at the top of the list. Alfonso Davies, that goal is in black and white as far as I'm concerned. How long ago did that happen? We're still getting likes on that thing.
2: That's amazing. Tuesday night, somebody shares it again. It's amazing. I love it. Every time it happens, we have to let Matt know just to rub it in that much more.
0: I know, but can you like something else? Can you at least go to the page, damn it, instead of just (laughs) – Can you give us a follow if you're looking for something that happened in 1964 or whenever this goal actually got scored?
2: We want to thank our sponsors on this episode, London Onyx Quality That Show's. And Shane Topalovic, a big soccer guy from Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition. I think he's just telling his friends to share the goal again, just to he piss is. you off.
0: Shane Topalovic is at home right now training somebody and creating new social media accounts just to like uh, – he's got it programmed on, uh, on one of those every six weeks. Like, like, 3.45 a.m. like, like. <laughs> screw you, Shane.
1: <laughs> I love it. The guy sponsors the show and matches. I screw you.
0: <laughs> and Andrew Sykes, too. I'm still mad about that. Next time I see you... <laughs>
1: And on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week on Four Future Considerations.
2: That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst.
1: It's garbage! And the editor that let it come out is garbage!
0: You're still here? It's over. Go home.